This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. Hope you're having a great holiday weekend. This show, I think, it's all about flexing our different muscles, right? Our spiritual muscles, our financial muscles, our physical muscles. Today, we're going to flex a new muscle. Maybe we're even going to have to dig deep to find this muscle, or maybe you're already built in this department. The muscle is asking for what you need. Raise your hand if you need a little help with that. I really admire those of you who are confident and know how to ask for what you need, be it a raise or more privacy or a healthy boundary of some kind. It's not always my strong suit. But we have an expert today. Her name is Laura Fredericks. She is the expert on the ask, and her new book is called Hard Asks Made Easy, How to Get Exactly What You Want. Although she doesn't give away all the secrets here, she will walk us through the psychology and the science of asking for money, asking for love, asking for help, asking for forgiveness. She has five laws on asking and a never-fail ask formula, and she'll offer also help us identify which type of asker we are. And in the book, she'll show you the challenges and advantages with each asking style. This is a great gift for a college graduate. It's a great read for anybody because learning to communicate better raises the vibration all the way around. Now, Laura and I are going to get together in person. And you're invited to that live Q&A. Oh, we're bringing some vino. And we're having this in a beautiful art gallery. And that's Wednesday, June 14th at the Kino Saito Art Gallery in Verplank. It's free. And if you come, you have the chance to win a free book, too. Again, the book is called Hard Asks Made Easy. Who is this book for? Very simple. Everyone. This, this book covers people from the age of eight and beyond 80. It's for anyone who really, really struggled to ask for anything in their life. Love, money, promotion, stop being bullied, get things from your parents. It covers all ages. What would an eight-year-old need to ask for? Plenty. If anyone has an eight-year-old or under, (laughs) how many questions do they ask you a day, right? Mm. And so it really helps them just fine-tune what it is and keep it simple. Actually, children are probably one of the best askers there are. That's how I begin the book. You know, at the age of two and three, you ask relentlessly, and then we kind of get jaded and clouded as we get on in, in the years, and we complicate things. So this makes it incredibly simple with one formula how to ask. So any eight-year-old who needs help with homework, needs a mentor, problems with friends, can't communicate to their parents, on and on and on, this is very simple, very easy. You mentioned bullying. Can you talk about that? I did. Um, There's an example in the book. I've actually had, and this happened during the period, we hate to say COVID, when that's how this book arose. People were asking me, how do I ask, you know, for really, really hard things? And one of them was, there was a girl, and she actually came to one of my sessions, and she, I was surprised that she came, because usually I say, open it up for your family and friends, and this one gentleman did bring his daughter. And she had problems in school being bullied 
and they were smart. They didn't do it when other children were around. They didn't do it when their teachers were around. And it was verbal. Thank heavens it wasn't anything more. But verbal abuse is terrible. And so I have five laws on asking. And she simply said, if I try these, will they work? And I said, try them and let me know. It gave her the confidence to stand up for herself, and I think that's the main part of this book. When you ask, you get empowered, you get confident, you move on. During that time, I remember the struggle of asking people to wear a mask or uh, mm-hmm. asking people to stay at home or asking people not to hug you or shake your hand. Why is it so hard for us? Because we, first of all, we think about all the things that people are going to say back to us they're not going to like us or they think we're unprepared or even during that period the more difficult ones Casey were how do I tell my children it's time to move out Mm. how do I tell this person I'm so close to this isn't working out and so what we do is we leave it to what I call my three devils luck chance and time that everything will go away without asking and so it's easier to let time fill in and to assume someone's going to know what you want when actually the easier thing is to just simply say it and the ask formula, I have two sentences and one question. I sometimes find it entirely impossible to open my mouth and ask. It seems like suffering is the only option. <laughs> have you heard about this from people? Uh, yeah, I have. And, and mostly I can see it in your face already. I totally understand. Uh, first of all, and it goes back to the five laws, and that's why if you put structure on something that is insurmountable to you, torturous to you, things that you say over and over in your head, this is a structured approach. That's what makes this book, this topic, so special to anybody. It's structure. So first of all, the easy thing for you is, what is it that you want with a specific time and a specific amount? So even if it's to ask, let's say your sister, to do something more for your wonderful nonprofit, Let It Shine, all you have to do is rather than say, you know, can you, can you put in more hours? How about can you, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, go to Let It Shine, organize it so that everything's in place for Sunday? Do you see the structure? When you put structure, you take it off your shoulders. You take it off the second-guessing game. Everything is neat and right in front of you. Structure is your friend. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Can you put structure into a personal relationship, ask? That's that. Oh, and the book is filled with this because that was most of the asks I got. It goes many ways. I want more time, less time. You don't understand me. This isn't working out. You don't get along with my parents. Why do we have to have another child? I can go on and on and on. So this is where we get to the ask formula. Think about what you want and put it in two sentences and a question. So let's say you want more time with a special person and it's and they don't see it that way. Okay? Mm. They think all the time we have is perfectly enough and you're crazy, right? So all you have to do is say, and I'll just, I'll use you, I'll say, Casey, I've been thinking about this for a while and this is very important to me. That's sentence number one. Sentence number two is, I'd like to talk to you about how we can have more time together. That's right for the both of us. That's sentence number two. The question is, can we talk about this now? It's very important question. And that's where you stop. Because if you don't end on a question, you're going to over talk it. 
and you're going to get into an argument. And this way it stays nice and structured, and then the other person talks next. It's the other person talking that I'm not not sure I can get to that point. Okay, I want you to repeat that for me. Okay. You're going to say, in a relationship, say, Casey, use their name because they will focus. I've been thinking about this long and hard, which means that it's important, but use the word. This is very important to me. Sentence number one. Sentence number two. I'd like to talk to you now about ways that we can both figure out how we can spend more time together that's good for you and good for me. Now, notice in there, it's a joint thing. It's not putting it on the other person. How we can come up with ways that is good for both of us. Sentence number two. Third, you end in a question. Can we talk about it now? This is very important to me. Wow, that's phenomenal. Right away, the first time I couldn't hear it because this is such a sensitive subject for me. It is very (laughs) sensitive to everybody, to everybody. The second time I heard it well, and it really melted me. Oh, this is important. I should tune in. Uh, I should give this my attention. And then you're asking, is this a good time now? Because it might not be. And I have been using that one with people and volunteers. I have been saying, mm-hmm. you know, is how's your head? <laughs> That's what I say. Is mm-hmm. your can you talk to me now? Is your head full? Is your head frenzied? Or or can you focus for a few minutes? Right. And right. and people will tell me, now's not a good time. And I've also learned to tell other people when they text me a question or something like that, and I quickly text back something that's not thoughtful. You know, it's it's probably inaccurate or, uh, you know, I'm busy and I'm just trying to push it away. I've learned to text back now. I don't have the head for this now. You know, <laughs> let's yes. touch back later. It's Timing is really important, right? It, it is. And don't, a lot of people don't ask that question because they think it's an invitation to push you off. It's not. It's being respectful. It also keeps it focused. And I love my, my mantra is organization structure focus. You've got to be structured. You have to be organized to optimize your opportunity and focus. And where focus goes, success grows. Keep it focused. Organized, structured, focus. Where focus goes, success grows. Your book is called Hard Asks Made Easy, How to Get Exactly What You Want. Do you really mean that? Every word. Exactly? I, I have lived 30 years in the two careers that are most the hardest ask to make, law and philanthropy. Mm-hmm. I have gone through 30 years of honing this down to this moment. I believe in this book. I've seen it work. Anyone of any age living anywhere. I have people across the globe reading this and saying thank you because it works. Keep it simple. It works. And yes, I do. I believe in this a thousand percent. Do you need tremendous amounts of self-esteem to make this possible, or can just using the tools and the questions and the prompts cover for people who don't have strength in this category? Most people who do read this and do reach out to me don't have the strength, don't have the confidence, don't have the wherewithal to put themselves in this position. That's why it's easy. And... Casey, the first chapter I wrote so that we all start on the same page. We were all children at one point. (laughs) We all asked relentlessly at one point, and we're not 
teaching you something new. We're bringing something out that was always there. Everybody has this skill. We just have to refine it. And then the second chapter, which actually turns out to be the most popular, is the four askers, which are you? Mm. And so we all figure out a baseline. There's a quiz you take, and then depending on which you are, there are advantages, there are challenges, and there's refinements. So we know the skill was there when you were two, we know which type of aster you are, and we just go on from there. Do you see how structured this is? It takes you through steps. Everyone can go through these steps, no matter where you are, no matter what you're thinking, your level is to do this, you'll get the skills, you'll get the tools, and, you know, my five laws on asking, they work. All right. What, uh, what are the categories of askers? Is wishy-washy one of them? No, it's not. But, but it could be. <laughs> no, it could be. You <laughs> no, no, it's not. It is the negotiator, the empathizer, the presenter, and the charmer. You're one of those. Mm-hmm. You're the negotiator. I am. I don't know what I am. Well, you could be the... You see, the thing, the good thing about this is no one is ever in one pure box. Mm-hmm. You will have more tendencies in one category than the other, but most people have more in one and then a little bit in the second one. So I am guessing, because I know you very well, we know each other, you will be both the charmer and the empathizer. Okay. Because there are moments when you can really pour it on. I've seen you. <laughs> okay? Time to shine, which is why you have your let it shine, right? right. There are moments, it's, it's Casey's world, and that's it. And then the other is, well, you know, you have a heart of gold, and so sometimes you put more people first before yourself, mm. and then that's why you come back to the empathizer. Okay, got it. This is wonderful. Tell me those four categories again. The four categories are the negotiator, the empathizer, the presenter, and the charmer. Wonderful. I wanted everyone to hear it one more time so they can think about who they might be. Got to take the quiz and find out. Got to take the quiz. What page is the quiz on? The, the page, the, <laughs> it is in, it starts on page 21. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also you can go on my website, uh, expertontheass.com, or easy, laurafredericks.com. Either way, I'll send you there. You can take the quiz online. Tell me about some of the success stories you've heard about. Oh, Gosh, really, the mo- the two of them are in asking for money in any category, whether that's a new job, a raise, a promotion, a title, more time off at all equals money. Or just last night, I was at uh, Forbes Books, which was wonderful, and we heard from Steve Forbes, which is fantastic. I met fellow authors, and many of them are entrepreneurs, and many of them need startup money. And it is uncanny to me that people don't even have the structure to know how you go about raising money for this, and that's in the book also. So just even last night, I had success stories of this woman saying, I never thought to ask my relatives, my close friends, Uh, for money first, which you really have to do because they're the people that know and love you the most. Mm -hmm. And if you don't ask them, they're going to think there's a group of people richer, smarter, better, and they're not in it. And so watch those relationships tank when you don't ask for support. So those are the big ones. Um, the, The ones that have been most touching to me, as I say, are I have, uh, and she endorsed the book, um, a good friend of mine, she's 20 years old and she's navigating her way through friends and relationships and colleges and it's very difficult, as you know, to be a young adult right now navigating out there 
and she's used this with with resounding success and i'm i'm i couldn't be happy for her when you see that something so simple can have transformational results in people's lives it's it's there's no better feeling what happens when you get a hard no that's the last chapter thank you i love it i love it no now is never no never okay no now doesn't mean no never when you hear no Casey, the first thing you need to know is get to the why. Why did, and no one does it. Say, Casey, thanks so much. Uh, It would be very helpful for me to know uh, why you're unable to do this at this moment. Can you share it with me? Notice I did something very sneaky. I put the two sentences and a question in there. Mm -hmm. You have to find the why. Because what good is it? You've spent time, money, and energy and you're all putting yourself out there, which feels like on the 10-meter diving board, if you will, to ask for something that is truly important to you. You don't get it. Don't you want to know why? So the first thing is why, and you keep it a conversation. The ask is a conversation. It's not, I speak, blurt it out, step back, and let's see what happens. Bring them in. I like to say the ask is a group hug. Bring the person close. How can we work it out? Can you share with me? This is important. I want to learn from you. And it could be, like you said earlier, the timing this wasn't good. I'm unable to make this decision now. It's too important. My head's not there. And now you know. So say, okay, good. How about in two weeks we regroup? Mm-hmm. And you've kept the ask alive. Have you had ever experiences where you asked and were and, and offended someone with the ask? Never. Never. Because? Never. Because it's the way we all can do it. Here's we go. Okay. Most people won't ask for large amounts of money because they fear either, just like you said, you're going to insult someone, they're going to think you're crazy, they're going to be like, this is outrageous, and they don't do it. And the way you can do this is say, Casey, I have no idea if you can do this but I have a great opportunity. I think you might be interested in it. Can I explain it? Now, here we go. I have no idea if you can. You remove the presumptions. You remove the expectations. You remove everything that might put that person in an uncomfortable position. This book is filled with little tiny hints you can use to soften things up to move forward. I'm going to work this muscle. (laughs) Well, you and I get a chance to do this live on June 14th when we do our book talk, a continuation of this, Mm -hmm. at um, Kinoseto. So it's June 14th. I want all your listeners to come. It's 6 to 8, the old St. Patrick's School. And for all those who don't know, it's 115 7th Street in Verplank. All right. Anything else our listeners need to know? Really, I, I so encourage it. The book is $19.95. You can go to Amazon Books to get it. You can go on my website, expertontheass.com. Really read it. I think you're going to enjoy it. I still do. I go back and I'm like, well, I need to relearn this. There, there are tools for a lifetime and you will actually master the psychology of asking and your life will be so much better. Master the Psychology of Asking. Hard Asks Made Easy is the book How to Get Exactly What You Want by Laura Fredericks. And I invite you to meet Laura when I introduce you to her Wednesday, June 14th, 6 to 8 p.m. It's a book talk. It's a little wine and cheese. It's a book signing. And it's all at the beautiful Kino Saito Art Center on 7th Street in Verplank. And Let It Shine has a thrift store right up the street. I'm going to keep that thrift store open before and after the book 
signing. So you can take a wander up and uh, check that out as well. So our mission this weekend, how we are going to change the world this weekend. Let's practice using this muscle. Think of something you might be able to ask for. Maybe you'll ask the kids to help out with the laundry. That's very funny. But maybe you will find two sentences and a question. And maybe, as Laura suggests, after those two sentences and a question, you stop talking. And should you get a no to your question, stay calm. We're going to practice staying calm and find out why. Find out why. A delay is not a denial. It's no now, but that doesn't mean no never. If you want to let Laura know you're coming to the book signing on June 14th, you can email Laura at expertontheask.com and bring friends. We're going to have a great night. It's funny to note that Laura and I have the exact same birthday. And we have many, many things in common. Many, many, many things in common. But when it comes to asking, we are on opposite sides of the rainbow. Completely opposite. She's really good at it. I'm really bad at it. But she's helping me grow up and get a little better at asking. And maybe you've heard this story before, but I have to tell it again. This show, this Shine on the Health and Happiness show that eventually turned into a podcast, began out of a very frustrated ask. I was getting pitched on my music radio show. I would get pitches, emails to interview different authors and doctors and dreamers and talk to people about health and happiness, but it didn't fit into the music program uh, that we had here at the station. So I just had to pass up so many wonderful opportunities and for years that this just bugged me so much and then I went away for an an inspirational weekend it was one of those Oprah weekends and I came back like really with my hand on my hip kind of like I want to do what I want to do and my boss was walking down the hall and I was like hey Steve you know I want to talk about these kind of topics health and happiness and I get pitched for great authors and I want to have a show where I can do that and he said sure that's a great idea why don't you do something on Sunday mornings (laughs) and I was so embarrassed because I thought well geez if I had asked you know two years sooner I might not have been so frustrated, but it all worked out in the end. I would like to ask you to join me at our two summer retreats, July. You are what you seek. The summer retreat for women at Graymore and Garrison is July 21 through 23. The summer retreat at Mariondale in Ossining is August 18th through the 20th. You can register for either one of these. They're very affordable at caseysplace.com. And if you know someone who needs to be at these retreats and can't afford to attend, you can always let us know about that at Let It Shine because we often provide scholarships for the retreats. And we Zoom monthly, Mondays, 6 p.m. Our next free Zoom is June 19th. We'll have a little meditation, a little visualization, and always a great guest to help us live better. Live on Zoom, Monday, June 19th at 6 p.m. And I hope this weekend you find yourself asking for what you want. And our thought for the day is from Randy Pausch's last lecture. He said, the key question to keep asking is, are you spending your time on the right things? Because time is all you have. Shana. 
You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on. Shine On.